0: Welcome to Sales Cultures Redefined, where we transform people with purpose, income, and a better life. Here's your host, CEO of Sales Managed Solutions, Lance Cooper. Over the years, I've asked thousands of great sales reps these questions. Think about a sales culture you never want to be a part of again, and tell me what was going on. What did your leader seem to value and believe, and how were you treated? How did you feel? Now, please tell me about the opposite experience and what you felt and saw in another culture, one in which you were motivated to remain even if the organization had growing pains or even if there was a period when achieving sales goals was more difficult than normal. What were the leaders like in this culture as well? Welcome to Sales Cultures Redefined, a podcast designed to help you understand the best practices of outstanding sales leaders and managers ones who help people get better, achieve their goals, and lead in a way that helps them be the best for themselves and those they serve at home and on the job. Today, I want to explore five ways to coach sales success, five ways to think, believe, and then act that will make a tremendous boost for sales in the moment and then long term as well. First, Do not believe and behave or communicate as if people cannot get better. This starts with you. If you coach people, your children, or your reps, then be on a transformative path yourself. Why? Because this is being an honest example of a leader that acts in their own life as if personal change is possible. This could mean improving your own financial control, your physical health, and stamina, or your relationships at home. In other words, if you believe in your own growth and put time and effort into changing your own habits in any part of your life, then you will automatically consciously or unconsciously be able to speak with humility and authenticity to each rep and to your team. They will know that you believe they can get better and change their attitudes and habits for steps of the sales and service process that will help them succeed in their sales position. Second, do not lead as if you only care about their numbers and results. Instead, learn about their family, their children's names, or important interests they have outside of the job. You would do this to develop relationships with your most important customers. Do this for them. Occasionally, just take them out for coffee or a beer and ask in a very open ended way about how things are going. Be approachable and listen. Then later show that you heard them by asking about or referring to the things that are important to them an important hobby, a sports team, or their children's interests. There's an infinite number of ways that you can show that you care about them. My brother ran a Cracker Barrel years ago, and he had the best tenure and lowest food costs in the nation. Upper management couldn't understand how he was doing what he was doing. That's because they couldn't know about the things he did, things like helping the dishwasher change his tire in the parking lot, and many, many other things for his people. You see, they, in turn, did their best to follow the processes he taught them that were successful for a great store operation. He cared about them, and they cared about him. Third, do not treat them all the same, as if they were good little robots who think just like you do and find motivation from the things that you do. Wrong. Instead, realize that they are different, and their desires and personalities vary just like children. Some will be motivated by competition, and others by income, and others by doing what's expected. Some will be sensitive to criticism, while a few will not hear you redirect them unless you do it with extreme clarity, proof, and force. And one more example, some will want private recognition, and others a very public high-five each and every day. If you do not see them as they are, then you'll treat them in the way you prefer, in the way that motivates you, in the way you like to be communicated with. So, do the work it takes to look outside yourself and really learn about and understand the unique differences in each of your reps. Then in a reciprocal way, they will seek to understand you. Fourth, do not lead without standards. If you are a new leader, then after a few weeks of listening and getting to know your people, their behaviors, attitudes, habits, and previous performance. Set standards for the team. When you do, and this is extremely important, tell them why these standards will help them reach their goals or better serve the customers. Or help them establish a winning sales culture. The standards you set, what great coaches call minimum, average, or excellent accepted levels of results or behaviors, Provide levels of quality and results that are necessary for outstanding sales operation. Just as in physical exercise, you may set a minimum number of miles ran or steps walked per day and week. 10,000 is mine. For your sales team, you might set a minimum standard for income per rep, customer experience scores never less than 90% or first appointments held at five per month. Every standard will have a purpose and a reason that helps the rep, the team, the customer, or the company. These are just a few examples. Be sure that you install them to communicate both the standard and its purpose. The fifth strategy, and this may be controversial to some listeners, do not go out of your way to try and motivate your reps, especially with fear. Do not lead in this way because this form of leadership begins to inch its way to you being at all times the center of control for whatever your child, your partner, or your sales rep does. If you do this, they will not develop their own sense of purpose and reason for pursuing new habits and goal achievement and for working hard for the love of work and the rewards they achieve from it. Instead, I want you to begin to think of your part in a rep's motivation. As a leader who puts together an environment in which other people want to move themselves to learn fast, meet the standards, and achieve sales or income goals, ones that are important to them even when you are not present, in this culture, they will feel the benefits of their own hard work and results beyond quota and beyond minimum standards to what lies ahead for them. So let's wrap it up. Begin to behave and communicate as if you believe your people will grow and get better. Get to know your people as more than a sales machine and treat them as individual persons with different personalities and interests. Be sure to install standards, especially minimums and those expected for high performance, and lift existing ones if this will elevate the team to new levels of performance and excellence. As you get to know each of your people, Help them find reasons to motivate themselves to do the work today, to build the habits, and sell enough to win or earn at the level they desire. Next week, we will look at five more ways to coach sales success through better habits. Until then, work hard to recruit and coach the best and build the very best sales culture in America. You have just listened to Sales Cultures Redefined. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and we'll see you at the next episode.